Hey guys, a uh, little uh, pro tip here. You might want to skip around to about the 22, 23 minute mark. We had some major technical uh, difficulties this week, and uh, while uh, you might find it fun to listen to me talk to myself for a little bit while Jeff figures out why Windows Update totally borked all of his audio, you can go ahead and skip to that point if you need to. Otherwise, I guess enjoy it. If you want to see what I was doing too on the live stream, uh, to try and, like, keep people mildly entertained with sheer stupidity. Of course, you can head on over to youtube.com slash TV to catch that. But otherwise, enjoy the show, guys. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you next week. But now, for this week. And gentlemen, it is Thursday. Let me pause that there. Thursday, February 11th, 2021. I'm not even fucking with you. My brain almost said 2019. I don't know why. Maybe it wants to go back to 2019. Oh, no, your mic is on. You're good. Your mic, okay. Oh, maybe he can't hear me. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? I could hear you before you unplugged your mic. Now I'm reading your lips. Sick fade you got, bro. I don't know what the fuck you just did, but now I can't hear you. Sorry, Jeff will figure it out. Ladies and gentlemen, it's another Technical Alpha podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, it just wouldn't be Technical Alpha without a little extra technical added on to it. It's Thursday, February the... 11th, 2021. Got another great show for, lined up for you today. Fair amount of news, actually, uh, this week to go through. And so we'll uh, we'll do our best to tackle all of that news. Can you hear, or, or is your mic not going to work now? It was working perfectly fine. If you can hear me in Discord, change the input to another input and then switch it back. Sometimes Discord gets a little funky, 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 funky. Clap, 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 clap your hands. Clap, 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 clap your hands. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what happened. But it's complete, completely muted. Not a thing. Nope. 
No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> just to give you an idea, this is just basically me watching Jeff Mel's Can You Hear Me Now? Nope. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I don't know, uh, I don't know why it suddenly decided to stop working just after you unplugged it and plugged it back in. No, the sound that you guys would have heard just before on the stream anyway, not on the, uh, the RSS here, but on the, on the stream it would have been, uh, Jeff was just sitting down to his desk because I hadn't muted him on Discord. His mic, his mic's hot. And so, uh, you would have heard him just bumping something on his desk. That's all it was. He just unplugged it, uh, before looking at chat. I don't know if he saw Shady's remark and thought that his mic was, was messed up or something, but, uh, it, uh, it is now for some reason. <laughs> oh, hey. So, Adam. What do you got for us this week? Well, Adam, great news. I've got all sorts of video game and movie and TV related stuff to talk about. And if you're lucky and you stick around, there might even be somewhere between three and five penis related analogies. Now, not all of them are going to come from me. Only some of them. Me? No, you. Only some of them come from you. Not all me. Some of them have to come from you. Jeff will have some. But sometimes we have to carry the ship. Like right now I'm talking to myself. And that's probably mildly entertaining for those watching this on the stream and on YouTube. But unfortunately for those of you on the RSS feeds right now, you're figuring out whether or not you want to continue to listen to me talk to myself and just envision in your mind the complete fuckery happening on the live stream and YouTube. Or just go on over to YouTube and watch the fuckery there yourself. Or just skip ahead if you're in the car. At work. I don't know how long this is going to be, but this is such a gong show at this point. I'm going to keep it in. <laughs> My best guess right now is that Mr. Black is completely restarting his computer. If I had to guess. His microphone is working fine. He is now saying, fucking Windows update. Alright, well, you know, that'll do it. <laughs> uh, well, I guess while we're waiting for Mr. Black, I'll tell you about my week. It wasn't a very exciting week. I played a fair amount of Call of Duty Warzone. And the only reason I'm still doing that is because I'm in between doing any amount of review work and, unfortunately, the list of multiplayer games that I can play with my community is short, or at least those that I would ever bother to play. It's still riddled with cheaters. I know they said they're getting rid of them, but it's still riddled with cheaters. Uh, and otherwise, sprinkle some Genshin Impact on top to uh, get my anime memes in. Patty cake, patty cake, baker's man, bake me a meme as fast as you can. You ever wanted to just, like, 
What was that sound? Did I just hear Jeff's USB plugging in sound? Oh, 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 there we go. oh, in close. I'm hearing Jeff in the background. Oh, you're looking so you good today. Oh, I'm not, oh, yeah, I hear you now. I'm just talking to myself right now. I'm going to give myself the finger because I don't have that much of an opportunity to do that. Input. Feel free to join the, uh, the video whenever you're uh, set up. Wait, wait. Okay. Can okay. you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, you can hear me, but I can't hear you. So just give me a sec. Okay, well, we're 50% of the way... <laughs> we're 50% of the way there. So, before... so if you can hear me... Yeah? If, if you can hear me... Yeah? You know what? You know what? Fuck my computer. What's that? A Windows update that I did before we before I fucking you can't up everything. possibly do everything a Windows update. Different. My taskbar looks like it's a different color and shit now. Everything's fucked. <laughs> it's fucked, and this happens every godforsaken time. <laughs> Input. I just need to make it so that I can fucking hear you. And I'm checking my <laughs> output devices. It's connected to my Apollo. Uh huh. So one sec, one sec. Hold hold on. Let me test. Let me just let me just restart this call. What about now? No. I'm gonna rejoin the call again here. This is gonna happen. Technical elf is gonna happen. Look, we're only a few minutes in. Don't give up hope yet. If you're still driving on the way to work right now, I hope you guys are uh, enjoying traffic. And it's going as smoothly as humanly possible. What about now? Nope. Great. Spectacular. I'm not even sure if I can hear him anymore at this point. So, Adam. Yes, Adam? Did you do anything else exciting this week? Not really. I ate uh, a little bit too much Tim Hortons. I should probably cut back on that, you know? Got the dad bod forming and I'm not even a father yet. I uh, also have a tendency to uh, have too many French vanillas. And uh, I really need to uh, maybe consider putting away some of the Christmas stuff because Jeff Goldblum back there still has a Christmas hat on. Otherwise... Amazon morning shifts, which means I've switched my entire sleeping schedule around again. And I can tell you that today, it hasn't been great for staying awake. That was my entire week. I have nothing left to talk about. It's my whole life. I haven't done anything. I'm still quarantining. Alright, chat. Valentine's Day plants. Great. Let me tell you about my Valentine's Day plans, alright? It's gonna involve picking up M, 
from work after having taken M to work. She's going to work a 12-hour shift with some people at a psych ward. She's probably going to come home haggard and tired as hell. We're going to stop at Tim Hortons to get whatever she wants to make her feel better about that. And then when we get back, she's probably going to fall asleep inside of the first hour and a half after playing some Genshin Impact because she's addicted to that game like crack cocaine. And then that's going to be that. That's going to be the Valentine's Day. It's going to be super romantic and incredible. And then when she has an actual day off at some point next week, maybe we'll actually do something uh, for Valentine's Day, even though it's not Valentine's Day, like uh, set foot outside the house for five minutes and uh, enjoy the fact that uh, we can we can have some fresh air. Maybe maybe watch the, the sun rise as we stay inside and be degenerates watching Netflix until 6 o'clock in the morning. Now I can't even hear Jeff. If he's talking to me, I can't hear him. I don't even know where he went anymore. <laughs> Quick! Do we have ads? Should be able to hear me now. Can I hear you now? I can. Can you hear hey, me? I've heard you. Okay. Turned on my ASIO bridge virtual cable, and now I don't hear you. Okay. So the ASIO bridge cable is the problem then. Windows. What? Can you hear me? Go back to my uh, Discord audio settings. Okay. All right. Magic. Uh, It's the right output. Uh, um, Let me click on default instead. Dude, every single time Windows does an update, it fucks all my audio settings. Every time without fail. I am personally shocked that you did a Windows update 15 minutes before the podcast. so fucking annoying, dude. (laughs) It's super annoying. (laughs) That was a bold strategy, Cot. Let's see how it pays off for The thing is, I can't... I can't play anything right now. Like, it's not even just Discord. I can't hear, um, I can't hear audio. Like, I, like when I go to play a music file, I don't hear anything. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can definitely hear you. Unfortunately, you can't hear me. Um, speaker universal it's the same thing Playback. Oh no. I'm stumped.
I'll turn it off and on. The only thing I can think of is that the Azio Bridge, in all of that glorious spaghetti of software cabling, has, is routing the output of the desktop audio to the wrong spot. And I do, I, I, the problem is it's been about year and a half to almost two years since I've seen that, that software <coughs> layout on Jeff's computer. And so I can't, uh, can't do much there. Hey. Yeah, in case you were wondering what all the hand sounds were, it was me playing rock, paper, scissors with myself. <laughs> yes, even though it wouldn't help in this very specific situation, the Elgato Wave products. Yeah, Elgato get one. Perhaps with the Elgato Wave 3 with the USB plug-in and the output on that, the monitoring, possibly you could maybe, I don't know, I don't even know if it's possible, I'm just spitballing here, you could route the audio of the desktop to the, I don't know. I'm about to have to solo this podcast. Because I've got... Two hours before I have to go pick up him. I'm seeing the Windows update appear on my streaming PC's... Uh... uh taskbar... As we speak. It's happening. I'm not going to use it. But it's there. And now I'm interested. Hold on. Let me just, uh... I'm gonna have to have, like, a... Like, a, a, a warning at the beginning of the RSS feed for this. Just be like, skip to timestamp. Nope, it's not on... It is not on... The gaming PC. It is simply on... The streaming PC. Maybe I should update too. I'm gonna pass on that one. I have a very simple rule. If I desperately need to be live for any reason, the last thing I do is update Windows. As you can see, one of these two webcams, I've actually changed all the settings on to make it look like I'm not in a fish tank. The other one, is the one Jeff has to look at. Oh, Jeff can hear me now. Alright. Okay, it's progress. Jeff is now in chat. Okay. He is now going to turn on his audio splitter. And we're gonna- we're gonna see what happens. The moment he did that, he can no longer so, hear me. 
You can hear me now, correct? Thumbs up if you can. Yes. Problem is, the moment I turn on ASIO Bridge, it just completely cuts out all of my Windows sound. I go to If I go to play a music track right now, I hear nothing. It won't even play. Huh. It's fucking bizarre. And in order for you to hear me through my microphone, I have to have this ASIO Bridge uh, turned on. Huh. That's that's where I'm at right now. Um, and it's never done this before, which is a massive problem because I need my microphone. Yes. Yes. And I also need Windows Sound. Yes. It would help. You need both of those things. Dude, it's been sitting on this Windows update for two weeks, and for whatever fucking reason, it just randomly updated itself today. I don't know why. Because you can, oh, I know you can't hear me right now, but yeah. every day. And for whatever reason, the bitch fucking did its own thing today. And <laughs> it fucked everything up. Well, um, um, I'm trying to think of what the solution to this is. Um, Um, let me try a few things. Sorry, guys, I'm trying. Reset output SEO, reset input. Oh, this is fucking awful. Guys, I am not about to set up OBS Ninja on the fly in the midst of a podcast to try and set up Jeff via phone call or phone Discord. If I if we're if we're super desperate, I will just call Jeff's phone and he can hear me over the phone and then he can talk on his mic on the desktop so that it gets recorded for the stream so that it can be sent to the RSS feeds. I'm not going to sit here and I think set I got up. It. You good? Can you hear me? I hear you. You hear me? I hear you. Ah! You know what it was? What? It was my uh, audio device managers. Okay. It reset my... um, Your default communication devices? No. No, it wasn't that. Dude, if it was that simple, I would have done this fucking 20 minutes ago. I I tried that. What it did is it went under, under my advanced settings and changed the bit rate. Uh, from 44, 100 Hertz to 48,000. Okay. Sorry, uh, 40, 44,100 to 48,000. Yeah. And the Hertz need to be matched in sync with the ASIO bridge yeah, Hertz in order for the connection to go through. So every time I turned it on, it was delivering it, channeling it out at a different Hertz than anyway. It just reset the Hertz. As soon as I put it to the other to the other thing, we started working again. Amazing. That doesn't make any sense to me since the conversion between those two things shouldn't actually interfere, but it must be a gimmick with the software to it's, convert the Thunderbolt has, over. Well, it has a it's a thing with the Apollo twin. 
So okay. like the Apollo Twin on Windows is not as easy to run as the Thunderbolt one. And so it's very, very finicky. Like the settings have to be like fucking absolute perfect to a T or you, you it just doesn't work. I mean, it's just it's just known for that. Anyway. All right, well, turn on your camera anyway, so I'm not oh, yeah, talking to myself. Right. There you go. There I'm we here. go. We're good. Hey, fantastic. That's going to make for a hell of an intro video on on YouTube. Well, well, I mean, you can just cut it out. Fuck, what do you think I am? Well, we could just that restart shit's, the stream. That shit's going <laughs> straight to YouTube. Like, I yeah. give a flying fuck. I will say in the top comments, skip to 29 minutes or 23 minutes, 27 seconds. I am not about to restart the whole thing. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most important question of the week. Mr. Black, how was your week? Uh, not as bad as last week. It's not a high bar to set, but that's good to hear. Yeah. So we got, um, bottom unit will be, uh, in this triplex bottom unit be done tonight. I'm going over there tonight after this podcast and it will be completed. Uh, people are moving in on Monday and then we're moving up to the second and third units, um, to finish those. Um, so everything should be done in the next few days. Very, very all. It's just small connecting stuff. Now hooking up a dishwasher, doing some caulking. Um, that's, that's hooking up washer dryer. That's well, the Jeff, show. this Sunday is Valentine's day. And I don't know about you, but everyone's going to be doing a little bit of caulking. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> a little bit of caulking. Uh, so that was pretty much it. That and then uh, 3.0 happened within the last week. Uh, yeah, yeah, 3.0 happened. So yeah, I've been grinding out that as much as I can. Um, probably won't be able to get crazy, crazy until this is done. Um, going through uh, insurances and stuff with the flood. Um, got the insurance money. Uh, so had restoration companies in there today. So all that process has started, and uh, that's pretty much it, man. Same old, same. Just busy as fuck. Busy as... Never been so busy in my life, like legit. Well, hey, you got time for a haircut in. Yeah, I I made time today. So I just rested. You know what? I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of feeling like complete and utter bum. So... Mm. I got a little, I got a, I got a little cut. So you'll feel not like a bum for at least about 14 days, but then by then the beard will be oh, yeah. back. The, the it'll hair, be all back. It'll be, yeah, that's the dream. Uh, I already went over my week. I played patty cake with myself, rock, paper, scissors, and may or may not have uh, motioned that I was uh, scissoring myself at the same time with uh, dual webcams while we were waiting for that setup. So I've got nothing else that I need to add for this week other than to say I played some Warzone. That's it. It's exciting as my week was. And so now it's time to talk about news, Jeff. Oh, well, I shouldn't... I I started my taxes. And fuck taxes. I hate taxes. (laughs) I just hate... I just hate doing... Even even though it's not... I don't have anything, like, super complicated. No, like, wild fuckery that I need to worry about. Like, no more than, like... Standard, you know, self-employed, whatever the fuck. It's nothing, nothing wild and crazy. It's just annoying. It's just bothersome. I don't want to do it, especially since I have it for myself that I also keep track of all my personal expenses as well and break it out into categories to like see where all my money's going in the year. 
And so uh, I got only got about three months into 2020. Normally, I would do all of that at the end of each month. I'd go back through all my expenses on credit cards and, and whatever else and file it all into different categories and get it all sorted out, whether it's business expense or personal, etc. And uh, then then the Rona hit and I just stopped fucking caring. <laughs> I just did, I, I didn't feel like doing that at all. So now I'm playing catch up and uh and uh paying paying the price on the other end. Uh and then otherwise, yeah, no, not a very not a very thrilling week. Uh but we do have a fair amount of news to get through, not a lot of time to get through it, so let's hop right in. Shall we? First up, as it turns out, Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 Jeff totally not going to happen in 2021. This official from Blizzard. And by Blizzard, I mean it's official from Bobby Kotick's mouth. Mm. Uh, Bobby came out and said, hey, if you were wondering whether or not this is going to happen this year, the answer's no. It ain't. So good luck next year. Uh, what is coming out this year, though, apparently, unless, of course, it gets pushed, although uh, given how long they waited to announce the release date, it's less likely. Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, which uh, went over big with the, uh, the, uh, you know, the gameplay footage and everything that they showed with that at the various uh, events here in the last year. Is getting its release date uh, for June 11th. It's coming up. Uh, okay. A June release slot. So just on the other side of of uh, the spring season, which has become traditionally more and more busy in gaming as everyone shifts out of the November slot into like the spring slot. And now people are like, fuck that, get me June. So that's where we got. So Ratchet and Clank, if you've been looking forward to it. And it does look like the first real next-gen banger for the PS5. Uh, it visually looked ridiculous in the, yeah, uh, uh, in that gameplay footage. So, uh, that'll definitely be one if you're, if you're interested, uh, in getting your first, maybe you hate, you don't want to, I hate, it sounds like gimmicky, true next gen experience on the PS5. Anyway, that's probably going to be your first one, uh, as well, in case you're wondering, <laughs> this is all like Activision related or some of this Activision related stuff, more of it. Bobby Kotick saying, Hey guys. In the uh, in their investors meeting, of course, they're meeting up. Everyone telling everyone about the new year. More Call of Duty coming at the end of this year. Holiday, woo baby. Call of Duty, woo. More of that coming this holiday season. Also, Bobby coming out and saying, "Hey, look, we know you guys like money, and you know, you know, you know that we know that that we like making it, and we know that you like making it. And let's all make some money together. So what we're going to do is we're going to make as many." experiences for World of Warcraft as possible, and we've got a number of ways in which we are going to cram that down people's throats in mobile form. So they have more than one. Uh, it's a few, I guess, projects in advanced stages of development, whatever that fucking means, uh, for mobile. So uh, Warcraft in various forms, uh, making its way to mobile and uh, various forms in which Bobby can strip you and other people of your money to, uh, to fund Warcraft addiction. Coming soon, apparently. Yay. There you go. <laughs> uh, Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake that we uh, we talked about uh, way back when that got announced, uh, has been pushed back uh, to an undisclosed time. So we have no actual release date for it. It was just, they came out and said, hey guys, um, you know, development's been difficult here in the last calendar year and uh the remake has been uh, slower to go and so we're not going to hit our original ideal release point and so we're just going to push back and they didn't they didn't i think they learned i have my patent in the patch notes here <laughs> it's 
Nobody wants to be the next Cyberpunk 2077. So they're not even putting a date on it. They just said it's delayed. Yeah. It's not we're going to delay it to this date so that if they miss that window, they're fucked, and then they got to push it back again. None of that shit. It's just delayed for now. But uh, not canceled, just just delayed. I suspect that it's probably going to be late this year or into next year, I guess, at this point. Next year, probably. Yeah, yeah. more than likely. Uh, many years. Oh, so this is a relatively uh, hot topic that just came up. I think it was yesterday. So I didn't even remember this until I watched um, old footage that they showed off way back way back when i mean shit this was like high school or so like mid high school uh for me anyway would have been late high school for you jeff so many years after originally being canceled by konami who was the publisher that wanted to pick it up and and publish it back in like i think it was like god 2007 or something (laughs) like that six days in fallujah which is a, a game based on the real conflict during the iraqi war that was slash is laden with accusations of U.S. war crimes and other issues is being released this year by a developer headed up by Destiny and Halo veterans. So they, they're not releasing the one from fucking 13 years ago, but they've resurrected the project uh, in some way, shape, or form and are looking to release that uh, this year. Sergeant Eddie Garcia, who was not only in the battle, but, uh, or battles, I should say, for that matter, but also wounded during, originally proposed the game back in 2005. So it was his idea, uh, back in 2005, that kicked off that original game before Konami shut it down. And the reason why Konami shut it down, uh, was because they were getting, apparently, uh, and, I mean, and you have to think about the timeline. This was before social media was wild, right? So they were getting blown up, they said, with, like, an enormous amount of phone calls and letters, emails, what have you, about uh, from people who were not happy with the fact that um, a such a contentious part of the Iraqi war was going to be what they considered glorified in video game form uh, and sold. Uh, and a lot of these, uh, the people that were complaining uh, or or stating that they weren't happy with it, were people that were family members of like soldiers that were lost. Uh, during mm. that war, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, Konami looked at that and went, yeah, you know what? Maybe this ain't worth, uh, you know, whether or not this, whether we release it and people see that it's more than, it's not necessarily glorifying, but they're hoping to give an idea for, of people of what it was like actually being there, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe we don't want to take on all of that risk. And so they canned it. So anyway, this... Uh, uh, the Sergeant Eddie Garcia was the one who originally uh, uh, brought that up back then, and that was the game was originally based on. And then more than a hundred Marines, soldiers, and Iraqi civilians have been uh, have shared their stories to help shape the game. The hope is that the game helps get across the difficulties of that conflict, not just physically, of course, but morally and ethically as well. Now I have my own notes here because I just wrote it down uh, while I was watching uh, the old development videos and stuff. Um. I'm not 100% sure how I personally feel about this. And this is like almost verbatim what I have written down here. But if Call of Duty can do what they do, and this, and if this really is attempting to be more sincere and true to reality, then perhaps it's a good thing in that regard. But it'll be impossible to tell until we have the game out and see how they're treating it. Are they really, you know, how much of it is glorified and, and how much of it is... Um, 
I think the thing that a lot of people are probably concerned about is how much are they going to skirt around the war crimes that the U.S. were allegedly involved in during that conflict. Um, because, you know, if it's like Call of Duty and, and sometimes other games in the past, or movies, for example, like, when was America, like, the last time, when was America the last time that, like, they had done something wrong where in a movie they just glazed right the fuck over <laughs> at that point and just America, fuck yeah, coming to save the motherfucking day, yeah? Um, it's rare. And so I think some people are concerned that for a conflict like this one that was so, in the many, eyes of many, blatantly uh, the U.S. doing some, some bad shit, maybe making a game that, that glazes over that's bad. But again, we don't know until we have the game on our hands. But what's, what's your feeling? Not just necessarily on this specifically. I don't even know all the inside. I mean, this is, this was like, I mean, what was Fallujah was like, what, uh, two to four, I'm trying to remember, two to four years into the Iraqi war. Uh, maybe it was like 2003. Uh, I'm like, I can't even remember all the details at this point, and I didn't, I didn't have the time to, um, to refresh on that entire situation. That's a rabbit hole in three quarters of Wikipedia pages and any other source you can get your hands on. Um, so not just this specifically, but what is your take in general on video games taking, um, specifically to war, um, and portraying those in games do you do you see it as a net positive or do you see it as a um like maybe it's too much in the way of desensitizing younger people to the realities of war because they don't always portray war as war really is right it's kind of like Aside from a handful of movies, war is not portrayed as war really is in the movies, for example. And even in the ones that are more accurate, you're never going to get the concept of being in war. So what, mm. what's your what's your take on gaming being, you know, trying to enter that space from like an art perspective? Um, from what we've seen thus far in gaming anyway. I mean, I mean, for me, it doesn't I really don't care i mean if they've got a story to tell then tell the story um you know people are gonna bitch and complain about everything these days um yeah i mean it'd be it 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 i mean let's be real man like uh, i'm sure tons of countries have done some really fucking shady stuff uh in these wars i mean it's it's it uh, Everybody's got dirty, dark secrets and dirty things that I think I don't even know if it's more if it's a secret more so that, you know, they they just a certain government like government probably is not a fan. I mean, you see what they do in China, right? It's the same thing they do in China. They try and censor things. Um, They can go and make this game. In fact, I think in a time like now, I think it would probably do better than what it would have been if they went and tried to release this back in what? 2005 or whenever it was they it would have been probably closer to like 2000 and i don't know fucking seven or eight if it started yeah. if, it, if he suggested in 2005 the earliest you would think would be like 09 or 08 or something yeah so i mean you know it's times are different like people want to see these things people want to see the truth or or a version of whatever truth they want to try and to do i mean 
we're we're in a time where there where there's little to no censorship um in terms of what you can see and what you know on the internet and and stuff like that like sure we're in a we're also in a in a culture that everybody wants to censor everybody out if it's not what they like but i think especially in today's times like people want to see people want to see this stuff people want to see the gritty stuff and i hey listen if it's a reality and it's a story that they want to tell then go ahead and tell it i'm not i'm not i'm not into this whole like oh well is it too is it is it too bad for the kids to see you know, like, come on, man. It's a fucking video game and it's, there's a rating on it. It's no different than the movies. If the movies can go out and do it, you know, why can't the video games go? And the video games have gone out and done it. I mean, there's tons of video games out there that have Americans doing some really fucking shady stuff and doing some like, you know, especially in Call of Duty. Well, Call of Duty, no Ru- yeah. the mission No Russian, for example, that exactly. is like the most controversial mission yeah. uh, of, of Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit, right? Like. <laughs> and when I say nobody, I mean like collectively. Like, Call of Duty is still pumping games out more than ever. So, mm. um, go ahead and make your game, or don't. Be a bitch if you want, and go and go and make another game of killing Nazis. In, fair, in fairness, for clarification, so the developer wasn't the one that chose not to like. The Konami was the publisher, and they they stepped away. They the developer back then look to try and sell the game to another publisher to put out but when konami publicly stepped down they couldn't find somebody to take up the game originally and put it out they eventually put mm-hmm. out some it wasn't the same game but it was like a similar concept that they ended up getting out uh in like 2013 i can't remember the name of it now but they never did get a, a publisher found or find a publisher so it wasn't necessarily the the developers it was more of like they couldn't find a publisher that'd be willing to take on the yeah, and the, what game is the this? risk? Uh, it's it's called Six Days in Fallujah. Yeah, I, I I don't know. It sounds like a dog shit game too. Like it just it just it just sounds like it's 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 a big it's a big discussion over a game that's probably gonna get no shine at all. <laughs> so like, just make your fucking game. Yeah, you know? I don't think. Well, I don't right now. Like, I don't. So I don't see nearly as much negative surrounding it now as you would have seen back then and i think that that's recency too right so like back then if this game was out in like oh like oh eight oh nine if that was originally going to be when it popped or even oh seven i mean that's so that's so like iraq war is so fresh like it's no wonder there'd be a lot of heat Mm. on the game then um you know now you're you're a generation basically separated from the iraq war beginning and um and so i don't think there would be quite as much uh heat on it in that regard so much as i think and i don't think people are, are 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 interested any more than to at this point from what i've seen briefly in the last two days anyway most people just want to see when the game comes out they want to see how they're portraying it because they were marketing themselves as trying to be true to the reality of of this battle and this conflict and the the moral and ethical cra- you know crazy shit still making it a video game because you don't want to for example have this thing where you die once and you're dead because that's war and that's the way you know war goes you don't want to you, you have to ma- still make it a game yeah but um uh but try and present that as a thing and so like in terms of like historical context I personally um I'm not against 
uh, I'm not against it. It's just like movies take uh, historical battles and they put spins on shit to for the sake of artistic. License. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, there's not even I mean, there's tons of shit that make America look look bad in movies. There's yeah. tons. I could name, you know, half a dozen movies that uh, makes yeah. America, you know, like slavery movies like, you know, there's yeah, yeah. there's some there's some fucking dark shit. And, you know, yeah, there are some people that don't want it's not even like they disagree that it happened. They just don't want to see the truth, right? They don't yeah, want yeah. to acknowledge the truth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it can be painful, but I mean, at the same time, it's part of your history. It's it's like it's what made you who you are today. And and if they want to tell a story in a in a way, whether it's completely, you know, factual or there's fiction in there, then go ahead and tell your story. It's art. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Tell them with your money. I don't. I don't want this. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'll I'll be intrigued uh, as to you know because uh, to this point I didn't get to look in deep enough to see if it was a complete rebuild or like what they did. They brought in veterans from the Halo and uh, team and from the Destiny team, and so there is pedigree for first person shooters on board of, uh, of this thing. And I don't know, yeah, again, if they if it's a rebuild or what. So. We will see what eventually comes out. It's coming this year. I don't have a firm release date here. There might there might there might be one floating around. I don't have one here, but uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see when it comes out, and I'm sure one way or the other, it will be a a, a spicy topic for the first few days it has landed. Uh, just discussing it um, more because it's it's such a recent conflict, and because there's so much war crime shit tied up tied up in that battle specifically that uh i'm sure it will catch some interesting conversation uh next up we got the esa who have decided and if you don't know who the esa is it's the entertainment software association they're the guys behind e3 uh they plan to go ahead with a digital e3 this year and have said that the esa's intentions are to hold multiple two-hour keynote sessions from game partners and award uh, an award show a June 14th preview night, and other smaller streams from game publishers, influencers, and media partners. So it's it sounds like as close to a full E3 showing as they can get within the confines of a uh, digital kind of situation. Uh, so for anyone not on the show floor, E3 is not going to look demonst- uh, demonstrably you know different from what we would have experienced as viewers from home in the, in the last couple of years previous to uh, to of course uh, the the pandemic, but uh, other than of course, if they depending on the on the on who's doing it, it would, like it'll be like when uh, PlayStation did their everything pre-recorded and it was just the you know uh, CEO or whatever standing on on a stage in front of like six shadow head figures in the front, like nobody actually in a crowd. He's just like talking on stage. It'd be like that all over again, basically, is what I would expect. Uh, the only things we don't know so far, or, and, or we do, I should say, so some of, one or the other, they, uh, the plans have yet to be approved by the ESA's members, so this isn't final, final yet. Jeff Keighley will not be involved again, but will be focusing on the Summer Games Fest, which it has more or less already kind of taken on a lot of the mantle from E3 in the first place. Like, it only took them one really hard, like, good run at the Summer Games Fest, and you people were like fucking E3 <laughs> just, just, just give me this i don't i don't know i don't necessarily need E3 uh so they're going to be like we're going to have like a first you know 
little headbutting of uh, Summer Games Fest versus uh, versus the E3 week. Uh, I doubt they'll overlap, but it'll be fun to see, for example, what developers and publishers choose to show at which event, and exclusively, you know, which one might get the the first looks at uh, at certain things. Uh, also, there's no details on signups yet as far as, you know, which uh, businesses would be uh, part of it. Uh, but it is reported that it's possibly a six-figure entry fee for the program. This has been a bit of a problem with E3 in the last, uh, in, in well, I mean, several years now. Is that only the people with a freaking ton of money or um, indie developers that just risk it as a marketing venture... Um, could afford to go to the floor. You know, if you're lo- if you're looking at a one hundred thousand plus dollar entry fee, and you are a five person indie developer making a game that actually has a fair amount of traction, but you don't have any money for it yet. You know, the internet's talking about you, but you haven't sold any copies yet. You know, spending a hu- north of a hundred thousand dollars is a, a, a risky endeavor. You know, and it's why you it's why you would have seen you know Microsoft and Sony do what they did. Eventually, Microsoft was setting up in the building next to the E3 building and doing their presser there. Sony mm-hmm. went external. Nintendo hasn't been part of E3 in, like, fucking, I don't even know how long now. Dude, E3's dead, man. <laughs> E3, when we've been, I think we've been, we've been doing this podcast for years, and I think every year, it just gets more dead. <laughs> is, this, is this, like, a nail in the coffin year? Is this, is this E3's last... I... Last attempt, like last opportunity to try and maintain relevancy. Uh, I, I, I like, I think that there will be, there will always be an E3. Hmm. I just think it's, it's not, it's not what it was or what it, it it's going to be a different version of E3. Like, we're talking much smaller. It won't be known as like an E3 week anymore. And I, I I think it'll just be, there'll be an event and it'll probably feel a lot more corporate, smaller, and you're going to have Nintendo doing their own thing. Sony doing their own thing, you know, Microsoft doing their own thing. And then you've got a bunch of, it might even turn into like, um, you know the 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 more obscure things of the gaming industry um <laughs> that you that just that just won't make prime big big time news i mean i don't know i, I it's either that or it'll just die um <laughs> i think those are the two options i i think that this year is probably their last chance at maintaining relevancy it's just you if that's true and they're still charging six figures to get in and it's a digital fucking event it's not even like you're not renting floor space right you're not renting banner room floor space you're not taking up a section of you know a, a plaza this is this is pure video content and so you're just taking up a chunk of time and E3 doesn't have to only happen across 3 days now because mm. it's not a physical event. You could run the, it's like summer game, like the summer game shit is like literally they lay, line the shit up for like almost two months. Mm. The E3 could easily run for 14 fucking days to get as many people in at a lower price point as possible. I'm not saying make it free, yeah. but a hundred thousand plus dollar buy-in fee. What the fuck? I mean, shit, make it free. <laughs> Jeff Keighley might, Jeff Keighley might just do that. He might look at I it mean, and go, fuck it. Make yeah. It, I mean, it might already it- be free. 
Yeah, if you make it free. Um, here's the thing, man. Like, I think a lot of these companies are realizing we can pull in as the same or bigger numbers and not share the stage with other companies and do it on our own dime mm. and not be uh, compared on who's winning what. It's just like, hey, we have our own date. We do our own thing. For all you Xbox fans out there, all you Nintendo fans or all you PlayStation fans, this is the day. We're not competing. We are competing, but we're not. It isn't this like who won E3. Yeah. It's like th- this is what you get. And they're also realizing with the power of Twitch. I mean, back when E3 was a thing, Twitch wasn't a thing. Like now you've got big Twitch watch parties where every major content creator sitting there rewatching whatever oh, it is. It'll be on Twitch. There. It'll be YouTube. It'll be it'll Facebook. Be it'll be on every fucking it'll platform. Be on every, yeah. It'll be on everything. Yeah. So if Sony goes and does their own thing or Nintendo does their own thing, they're going to have just as much, if not more. And it's going to be dedicated to the fans that are interested in what they're doing. And they don't have all this extra added pressure. All, all this like, Hey, you know, there's, there's three dudes in a room or in this case, what four dudes in a room and there's one chick. And the chick's like, who's got the bigger dick and who looks better? I'm going to take this guy at face value, right? But instead, you have your own you, you have you have your own room. You're the only dude in there, and she's got no choice but to pick you. Because, well, you're, you're the, the only, only one dude in, the in the room. I mean, and E3, you want to charge? It's like, you, you know what? Before, that might have been a business model that worked because they had leverage. They had eyes. They had an event. So, like, you know, paying that that fee or whatever, uh, it made sense. But now, I mean, fuck. Uh, you, you can have one famous Twitch streamer or even Twitch just broadcasting your thing. And you're going to have a million people watch your thing live on one pr- platform. One. It's so, it, it's, it's, it's funny how quickly E3 became a, a, a rocky proposal for gaming companies and even people and even like convention goers so like uh, i can't remember what year it was now um but there was one it was either one or two years where so e3 had reached like its peak of uh they had opened the show floor to uh players on or like normal you know everyday folk that could buy their tickets or whatever to get certain levels of access. And there were still journalists going in and whatnot, but it was like 50,000 people going through the gates uh, at E3. And it was just like Las Vegas, every lights everywhere. Fucking shit was going crazy. There were booth girls all over the place, titties hanging out, but whatever you could do to get attention, you do, you did it. Yep. And, uh, it was this, it, it got balloon and balloon and balloon. And then, and then eventually somebody said internally, you know what, we need to go back to what E3 was originally, which is, just a convention. It was more like a business to business, like a B2B convention, not to consumers. And so they reverted it back to just being like meetings in hotel rooms for like a year or two. And mm-hmm. I can't remember what year that was. I want to say it was like in like the 2010, 2011, maybe, maybe even a little bit later than that. I can't, I can't place it now, but they tried it. And nobody gave a fuck anymore but E3, and they went, wait a minute, that was a bad idea. And then when they brought it back, it was like, it was, you know what it was? It was like, it was like you and I, here's the analogy, there's no penises involved, but it was like you and I 
on on YouTube, and we did our co-op stuff on the main channel first. Mm-hmm. And it was, and every video had like fifty, sixty thousand views per like side. So your 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 side would get sixty thousand. My view would get sixty thousand. We do a whole playthrough, be like a million views total for like a playthrough. Then we start up Lag TV too because it was the hot shit to split out into multiple channels. We do that. The co-op stuff fucking dove off the face of the earth immediately. Minecraft still had like the eyeballs, and then we went, wait a minute. This was a terrible idea, like, a year, two years after we make that channel. And we go, and we're like, fuck the StarCraft people. We're gonna put our shit on the main channel. Fuck it. And we bring it back to the main channel. And it bombed again, because nobody cared anymore. It was like 3,000 views a video. It was the same shit with E3. They took, they, they had a formula that was winning. A couple people complained about wait times and lineups. They said, this ain't it. Fucking mm. put them in a bunch of, like, hotel rooms and just have, like, 16 people in a room talking to, like, a CEO. Brought it back after that bombed, and nobody fucking cared anymore. And now, now, here we are. Jeff Keighley's taken over the whole fucking, like, video game journalistic uh, industry in far, as far as the game awards go. And now he's got the Summer Games Fest, where he's got so many connections that they're just bypassing E3 and like, fuck your $100,000-plus-dollar buy-in. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck all that corporate nonsense. We know that people at home still want to see a show, they still want to be involved, they still want to get informed, but we don't need to do this shit anymore. You fucked it. If they had stayed there the whole time, the illusion might have never been broken, like, shattered. They might have still been locked into that, you know, you get comfortable, everyone just does it, it's routine. But the moment you break that routine, people go, wait a minute, I didn't need that shit after all. And mm-hmm. now you're fucked. Now they're mm-hmm. trying to get back into relevancy. And so we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Uh, I think this year, in my opinion, will be the last attempt to yep. maintain relevancy. And maybe it will end up being like you're saying, where it'll be a bit more obscure. And in that regard, I would assume then that it would try and go back to its roots of being just business to business all over again. They'll, they'll admit defeat. Yep. Take it, Jeff Keighley. We'll just do business-to-business shit. It might not even get videos online. It might just literally be private like it used to be. Yep. Fucking call it a day. Yep. But we'll wait and see. After 18 months uh, or so, roughly, at this point, uh, of being back in the oven, trying to get baked in in a good way, EA's higher-ups will or have already, hard to say at this point, because unless they just news came out just during this first bit of the podcast, it hasn't happened yet, uh, they will or have uh, already gotten together in uh, this week to discuss whether or not they will move forward with the rework or cancel Anthem altogether. So 18 months ago, you'll remember, they decided after that launch that was just absolutely abysmal. Holy shit, that game was bad. And everyone shit all over from top to bottom. Every reviewer, every player was like, this ain't it. What the hell did you guys manage to cook up? This is not what we thought it was going to be. Okay, well, they took it off eventually. They, they gave up trying to do it live. And they said, we can't do it live anymore. It's time to put it back in the oven and see if we can make this work. We need to pull a No Man's Sky, Mr. Black. We need to pull a Final Fantasy XIV, a Realm Reborn. We need a miracle. We need a hero. And so we need to go back in and away from the public eye to make that happen. 18 months ago that happened. I can't even, like, that's so fucking long ago now since Anthem actually landed and they took it off the shelves. And now EA is looking to see if they're even going to go ahead with it anymore, which should tell you roughly 
how well the project must be going 18 months later. Because I have a question for you, Mr. Black. When's the last time you and I talked about Anthem on this podcast? When they pulled it off the shelf? (laughs) Pretty much. We haven't heard dick. There hasn't been a single whisper out of that project for over a year. Nothing. The only thing that we've gotten is that they're... uh, Oh, what was it? Their executive producer, Christian Daly, was moved from the Anthem Next project over to Dragon Age 4. Otherwise, that's it. So the the only conversation around it was basically that their executive producer left. So it wasn't even positive news. It was bad news. So if you had to take... if you had to t- No, I'm not going to say if you had... Well, okay, two questions. One... If you are EA and you're making the decision if you're going to take this out back and old yeller it or try and raise this to be some functioning member of video game society, what do you do with Anthem next? Dude, Anthem is dead, man. There is no next, bro. This They knew this thing was dead the moment they took it down. But they still put 18 months of work into it. So I don't like- think they did, man. No, I think I think they put I I think they 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 put it down. They they might have had a small little team of people trying to figure shit out. I think this has been their contingency plan the whole time. Um, I think if they would have just flat out canceled the game and whatnot back then, it would have been a massive backlash or bigger than what it was. Hmm. And I think this is another corporate thing where they're like, yeah, you know what? Let's just slowly kill it. Um, you know, hey, listen. Our intent is to make a better version of Anthem, but you know what? If the idea just doesn't, if if, it, if things just aren't going great behind the scenes here for a little bit, fuck it, man. Just kill it. Just kill it. And that's, what, that's what's been happening. It's been dying slowly. And now the fact that they're even contemplating if they're going to continue or not, it's dead. It's over. <laughs> it's over. There is no, like, what do they do? This... This is a conversation that doesn't even need to be had between us. It's dead. It's gone. <laughs> it sucked. It died on arrival. They said sorry. They pulled it. They pretended to work on it for 18 months, and it's never coming back. Never. Never. The assets are dying with it. Nothing you don't is even, going you don't even to think they're going to try and reuse it the is, assets? To- <laughs> it's super dead. It's super dead. It's gone. <laughs> it ain't coming. It's it's is it's got a chance. You know what? It's got about a big of a chance to succeed as Stadia does. That's where they're at. Oh. And I I might actually think it's worse. Yeah, it's probably worse. It's probably worse. Yeah. Yeah. Because in a weird way, Stadia could still work. This, it's over. How do you even sell copies of this game? Man, I mean. It's look, done. Look, this is the way I see it is that is that the moment that that Final Fantasy 14 had their a realm reborn rework where the original launch of 14 was so fucking categorically terrible, catastrophic. And then they handed it over to Yoshi P and the team and he fucking resurrected that shit like a fucking god-tier necromancer and turned it into the the second only to World of Warcraft Titan in the in the MMO space. Uh I think that EA looked at that and said, you know what? Maybe maybe we can also make that happen with Anthem. And 
you know, maybe they also looked at the No Man's Sky story. You know, a team that was basically almost yeeted into the sun collectively by the entire gaming community. Uh, turned it around, and now it's almost exclusively positive thumbs up from everyone. But no, maybe they look at that and go, you know, maybe we can catch some of that sunshine mm. for Anthem next. The problem is, is that these developers are, are juggling a lot of shit, and Anthem is not just the sole, you know, love child of one developer. It's, this is not like Sean and ten fucking other people dumping their souls into No Man's Sky because it's their one and only shot. This is a developer that is, like, pulled in a million different directions for other EA projects. You can't expect that, <laughs> that this game is going to be fucking salvageable like that. Cancel it. I'm not going to say get rid of the assets. That's a lot it's of gone. money. Maybe it's find gone. some obscure fucking way of using the assets again. Yeah, but, yeah, get rid it, it, This ain't it's it. Gone. The sunk, the sunk cost memes happening right now with Anthem are very fucking real, and they need to put the brake, they pump the brakes on that one real quick. Uh, and so there you go, your Anthem, your Anthem news the first time in 18 months. CD Projekt Red, speaking about pumping the brakes, CD Projekt Red, uh, I think their brake lines are cut at this point. I don't, I don't think they've got any brakes. They're just, they're on, they're on the highway to hell and there ain't nobody stopping them. Uh, you know, it's, 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 I don't even know what they do anymore. So CD Projekt Red, in, in news that isn't necessarily directly, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 related, put out a much more legible, easier on the eyes notice that wasn't in all yellow on their main account to address that they had been uh, the victims of a cyber attack, which is a, a roundabout way of saying, oh shit, we fucked up and got hacked. Uh, they, it was ransomware, they had their, their, um, their shit, their, like, their servers and everything frozen up for a time, uh, and they also stole a absolute catastrophic amount of information, Jeff. I mean, they basically dumped the whole fucking kit and caboodle. So they got the the source code for Cyberpunk 2077. They got the source code for The Witcher. They got oh I've got I've got the 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 list here. Uh they fucked them. Uh yeah, oh their accounting, administration, legal, HR, and investor relations info. All that shit dumped. And they said you're going to pay up or we're going to sell this on the dark web for probably a heinous amount of money. It's going to go to a Russian or Chinese company, almost guaranteed. And there's, so pay up. And, uh, and uh, you know, they, they uh, Cyberpunk did like the, the classic, we don't negotiate with terrorists move. And said no. And so guess what happened? It got sold. It got sold in an auction or off the auction. They had the auction up on the forum. They had the uh, they had a, a buy it now price. It was eBay for seven million. I'm guessing that's what they were asking uh, CD Projekt Red to pay up seven bills, uh, the big M, and uh, uh, they posted it, posted it up the auction. It started at a million dollars with increments of five hundred grand. For this uh, this auction, and apparently they were uh, they were off the forum, contacted with a what they described as satisfactory dollar amount, and sold it 
to that party. So, uh, if in the next 9 to 12 months we start seeing some really familiar-looking shit crop up on Russian or Chinese video game markets, there's a good chance you know why. Um, I mean, that that's like, they basically had everything fucking dumped, and they didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't go for it. So, CD Projekt Red having a bad time. Now, the po- only positive, if there was a, a silver lining, Mr. Black, is that, according to them, at least at the time of the writing of that notice, no, uh, the, what they said, this is very careful with the wording, when they said this, they said, to the best of their knowledge, at this time, no customer personal data was taken on any of their related platforms that they have. To the best of their knowledge, and at this time, very operative words and phrases in that in that sentence, uh, we're not going to know until this leaked, whatever got bought, it shows up somewhere or, or shit goes down. So, um, yeah. Now, the thing is, I'm sure they actually got the data. The auction thing strikes me as a little fucking weird, though. They took, they took a off auction bid, and just sold it immediately. So that only means one of two things. One, well, three things. I have three scenarios. One, the main auction wasn't popping off like they were hoping for, and somebody offered it to them off forum. And they just said, hey, you know what? We're not going to get what we're hoping for over here. So let's just take this money instead. Option two is that CD Projekt Red low-key was the one that put in the offer off of the auction site and bought their shit back. (laughs) Could be. In a 500 IQ fuck you maneuver. Got it cheaper. Got it at a discount. <laughs> Got it at a discounted price. That'd be a gangster move right there. <laughs> That's actually until they find out and they go and re-steal everything. <laughs> yeah. Or uh or option uh option three um is that um oh shit. I forget my did I forget my own option three? So <laughs> uh uh fuck. That's where my brain's at. I didn't sleep enough last night. Anyway, it I is think, what it is. I think. More. I think. I, th- I think there's a good chance they just bought their own shit back and just got a discount. Who off, knows? Off Who on knows? The side. At this point, at this point, it is what it is, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, it sucks. Like nobody should have their shit hacked and fucking put no in this position. It's awful, but. I mean, so here, because here's the shitty thing, right? Nothing's going right for them. No, like the HR and account, so there's going to be personal information of the employees and shit locked up in that. Yeah. That's the the really shitty, I mean, the whole thing's shitty, but that's the really shitty thing. And, you know, they did this under the pretenses, you know, of apparently the whole idea of cyberpunk being a a shit show, right? And this is like a, fuck you, this is us dicking you for cyberpunk. You got to understand is that you're not dicking the right people here really. You're 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 fucking over the people that that built the game but they were just doing their job. Nobody in the development house was like, "Yes, let's release this video game in its current state." That's a good idea. Nobody internally made that fucking call. In fact, everyone wanted a lot more time. Uh as we talked about before. But uh, and even as the CEO said, it was on 
his shoulders and the shoulders of the other C-level employees that they decided the game was going to launch. So, um, you know, it, a misguided, you know, I'm sure you know, they think, hey, we finally, hey, we got him. But you're really just fucking over the people that don't need, you know, don't deserve to be fucked over. So, um, yeah, kind of a kind of a fucking unfortunate situation. So hopefully, at the very least, no personal information got lost. Still a shitty situation, but at least hopefully the personal information is uh, is still safe. Um, <laughs> in news that would shock, much like there being CD Projekt Red news, uh, in news that would shock nobody at this point, Mr. Blank. A former executive assistant at Riot Games is accusing Riot CEO Nicholas Leron uh, of, uh, I'm guessing that's, I'm I'm reading that like I was Canadian French, of creating a hostile work environment. Claims range from unwanted sexual advances to demeaning comments about their tone and femininity. Also claims she was slowly stripped of responsibilities at work before eventually being fired in July of last year for not accepting his advances. There's a couple more things outlined here, though, just quickly, uh, quickly outline here, because it adds a little bit more, uh, context. That is, that if they were legit quotes is fucking wild. Um... Uh, oh, yeah, so, in a January 7th filing... This is off of the Washington Post's uh, article. O'Donnell alleges, so that's the, 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 the lady here, uh, alleges that Laurent invited her to travel with him and work from his home when his, wi- and when his wife would not be there, and directed numerous sexual comments to her, including remarks about the fit of his underwear, which is oddly specific, and yet doesn't sound like something the guy wouldn't do at some point. Laurent also, uh, or Laurent asks, uh, or asked O'Donnell whether she, quote, could handle him when they were alone at his house, end quote, according to the filing. Uh, according to the lawsuit, when O'Donnell refused, uh, Laurent became angry and hostile, and O'Donnell's workplace responsibilities were limited, ultimately resulting in her termination. Um... So we already know, for example, that Riot in the last couple of years, and we've talked about it on the podcast, has been um, not just alleged, but basically proven to have the bro culture thing going on there, right? They've already, they settled out of court, so you know there's some shit going on. They just paid up and said, fuck it, we don't want this to go into court because it's going to be even more public than it already is. We don't want to deal with that shit, so we'll just give them the money outside of, uh, outside of court and then tell everyone that we're going to uh, improve our internal, you know, corporate corporate culture and, and, and move forward with it. Uh, so if this, and we'll have to wait and see if they settle outside of court again, I don't fucking know. We're going to find, we're going to find out they're either going to settle or they're going to go to court. So one way or the other, uh, or the other we'll know. But it wouldn't shock me. I mean, at this point, there's been so many claims from men and women at Riot about this kind of stuff over the last, like, three or four years that here's two more scenarios. One, this is a legitimate thing, and honestly, it wouldn't be shocking if it was. Or two, and I'm not saying that this is my position, but this seems to be, like, the two kind of uh, main uh, branching paths here. Or two... Because they've gotten hit with so much shit, 
if she was let go, maybe this is a malicious kind of retaliate, you know, retaliation and using what's already been settled for outside of court as a way to to uh, to gain something uh, for uh, for themselves. But I mean, that's an awful lot of like legal fees and shit to take on as a risk to try and make that happen. Um, and I don't know if I have an opinion one way or the other about it, but, uh, I do know this. I haven't seen, of all the stuff, I haven't seen a hell of a lot of people from Riot come out and talk positively about Riot. It's like the, it's like the only indication that I get that maybe people are working there because they really do love the games. And they really are, they do, like, they probably enjoy their, a lot of their coworkers, but I suspect that it is probably a, a business environment where the, the top of the company is less than fun to work with and people just kind of put up with the shit a lot of the times is more than, uh, more than likely, given what we've already seen settled outside of court. So there you go. We'll wait and see what develops more out of that. I know Jeff is going to say that he doesn't have anything to say because there's nothing to say about it right now. <laughs> there, there isn't. I, I, I there can't isn't. really add anything because it's just like we have to wait and see what what comes out of that. What uh, happens, right? It's yep. And talking about these things is very, you know, because you've got some people that are like, hey, if somebody says something, you have to believe them, and, and you have to yeah. basically convict this person without due, you know, trial and 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 stuff. And then there's other people that you know you see what happened with Johnny Depp and some other stuff where it's like, ah, we should probably be careful how 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 hard we jump we should take the claim seriously yeah and and not disregard them um but yeah. we should also allow the other side to have their their due so absolutely Which- I, I can't I, even even if something you know it's it's you know even if there's been some some shady stuff that has gone on in a church and you know somebody makes a a a claim or something like that true or not you can't just assume it's true no matter because of a history of things that may or may not have happened in the past. No, you get to look into it's, that it's shit. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, you're on high alert. You yeah. uh, you know, we should really take this serious. Yeah. Um but people got to really watch <laughs> you know, we've seen it before, right? I'm just playing a little bit of devil's advocate, but at the same time, you can never disregard these claims and Especially from, like you said, bro culture in um in 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 workplaces and in the gaming world as well. Like I, we know firsthand. I mean, anybody that's even worked at a restaurant. I mean, the type of things that people <laughs> say between each other, you know, in 2021 that that was probably even still today is being done on a regular basis. But I mean, fuck, when I was back there, I mean, shit, like. <laughs> And today I'd have been canceled. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just from like, you know, just regular flirting when you're a, when when you're in your late teens and your early twenties and like fucking testosterone and, and estrogen is smacking all over the place. And sometimes literally on break in between shifts. Yeah. And like, yeah, like (laughs) sometimes it's playful and both sides are engaging in it, but then you know, somebody has a bad, bad experience and then they want to spin things like they weren't engaging in this as well. And it's just like, it's a very, and sometimes it's legitimately malicious and it, and, and sometimes some... it's, 
absolutely malicious. People yeah. are fucking dirtbags, and they should be removed from their position and fired and should be held accountable. Absolutely. So, and a lot of the times, it's more that than yeah. the other. Yeah, it's you true. Know, you, people are predators, man. Yeah, it's um, so 100%. It, you know, yeah, there's a lot of fucking horrible people out there. So, but so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on is, the side of, of is hiring yeah. a, th- a third party that's, a pub, uh, you know, as impartial as I guess you're supposed to hope that this could possibly be, even though Riot's the one choosing them. Normally, you would like to see both in, in the court, you know, both sides, the, the accuser and, and, uh, and uh and riot come together and choose together agree upon the third party and not just have one party choose the the yeah the i mean the it entity. might be super easy to, i mean she might have fucking emails or texts or or messages and dms yeah, this, this like, could be I mean, this could, could be like a, a <laughs> yeah it could be like hey look at this fucking dirtbag uh this is what he said to me because if if what we're seeing here like you know, the size of my underwear package or whatever the hell. And when my wife's around, can you hand bro? You're if, if that's true, you're fucked. That's, yep. that's yep. some, that's some like that. The part that made me think like, other than going through all the legal hoops, when you start bringing in like the whole, when the wife's not around now, yeah, you're bringing you're now, now you're on the verge of like being your homewrecker territory. So you got, you better be either somebody that is easy to sleep at night <laughs> or you better be bringing the truth. In no. in spades. So yep. uh, yeah, we'll wait and see how that pans out. I have a sneaky suspicion this one's going to be settled outside of court, Mister Black. But we're going to wait and see. We're going to wait and see what happens. Either uh, either way, if we get any uh, any tangible updates, we'll uh, we'll talk about it briefly. Um. Uh. The best. Oh, I have this here. This is a bit of a self indulgent uh, moment here, Mister Black. The best overall racing game available right now. Forza Horizon Four. Is coming to Steam March 9th, which is actually pretty huge because that's a Microsoft exclusive game that's been on the, the Microsoft Store and, of course, Xbox uh, up to this point, and shifting it, and, of course, also, you know, uh, Game Pass Ultimate mm. would be in- included in that. Uh, so it showing up on Steam is kind of a big deal. Uh, I guess perhaps... I, I, I'm beginning to wonder now if originally uh, Turn 10, or not Turn 10, Playground Games um, had an agreement that said after X amount of time they could put it on Steam, and this was something that was no, a known quantity a long time ago, or if this is just Microsoft saying, hey, games already been on our platforms for a long time, we want to go and make more Forza stuff, let's make, you know, let's get some more funding by putting this shit on Steam, selling some more copies, so that we can dump that funding into the next, you know, Forza Horizon, um, uh, which seems like that's probably a likely uh, scenario. If you haven't already played this game, and I wouldn't blame you because the Microsoft Store is a steaming pile of doo-doo. For God's sake, it's terrible. Don't, if you don't have to interact with that store, don't do it. Um, If it turns out to be a good port, which I can't imagine why it wouldn't be, uh, definitely a good game to check out boatloads of fucking content like insane amounts of content and uh and very good even if you're not a gr- you're great at driving they've got your your hand holding all the way up through and and you'll you'll likely have a real good time so there you go that's coming up on uh, on march 9th um oh the last the other thing i had here 
If this means, since it's on Steam, if this means that people will find a way to mod this game some way, that could also be pretty huge news. If people figure out a way to mod, like, pretty much anything on Steam is modded at this point. So if people figure out ways of modding it, that's, of course, also huge. Last up, the most important gaming news of the week, Mr. Black. You ready for this? I want your hot take on this news. You ready? I want your tea, as the ladies say these days. Is that still a thing? Do they still say the fucking tea? Is that still a fucking know. thing? I don't know. I don't I'm too know, old bro. for this shit. I'm too old. Uh, Pokemon is putting on a virtual concert for Pokemon Day starring Post Malone. Mmm. <laughs> that's it. That's the tweet. Oh, that's the news. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'll be sure not to watch. <laughs> Why Post Malone? Why not Post Malone? Fuck it, I guess that's right. I mean, they got, you know? they got, they got, what's his name? Travis Scott and shit in, 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 in Fortnite and fucking, uh, yeah. who else did Fortnite? Uh, um, I don't know, man. At this Bunch point, of people. oh my God, they got, they, yeah, they got a concert a month in Fortnite these days. Fucking Post Malone. Has Post Malone put out a new song recently? I have not, bro. I, I don't know what's going on in music. I have I, no I'm, idea. The, yeah, I mean, I hear a lot more like radio shit because I drive M to and from work now. So I like for a long time I wasn't I wasn't hearing anything because I was stuck in the house. But nothing on the radio uh, uh, that exciting, and certainly nothing on the radio post Malone. So I don't know what the fuck that's about. But uh, there you go. Uh, if you're interested in that hot dumpster fire, whatever the fuck that's going to be. And I might have to watch it just for the fact that it's going to be a dumpster fire. That's going to be on the February 27th. So mark your calendar. Okay. February 27th. Post Malone doing the pokey rap. If Post, if Post Malone does the fucking poker rap, it's going to be worth the price of admission right, right off the bat. If he memes that fucking thing into the ground, I'm there for it. That's all I got for gaming news, Mr. Black. That's really all there was. Okay. Which means it's time for a little sellout. What do we got for the ladies and gents? We got patreon.com slash lag TV. Head on over there. Throw some money at the screen if you're enjoying it. Um, Go on iTunes, Spotify. Leave your five-star reviews or whatever things they got going on over there. Comment. Subscribe to the YouTube um, for the algorithmic purposes. Do all the things. Did mm. I get that right? There we go. Nailed it. Uh, we got, we got, uh, uh, let's start off with a little bit of uh, Elgato. Mm. If you guys don't already got a stream deck, well, you Elgato get one. Link is in the description below, or you can just go on Amazon and check out Elgato. The stream decks, the key lights, the, uh, the green screens, the capture cards, the Wave 3 microphone products. I've been noticing more people tagging me in their Elgato products when they get shipped. So kudos to you. I've been retweeting everyone. Thank you for supporting them. Go check them out. Go and uh, get yourself a 60-frame HDR 4K capture card at an affordable price over at Elgato. Also, NordVPN. Mm. If you guys don't already have a VPN service, how you many all episodes- get one. <laughs> <laughs> you all got to get one. How many episodes are you going to wait and listen to me lecture on about how awesome 
NordVPN really is. You can mask your IP so you can watch region block content. You can watch different regions of Netflix at the click of a button. It's super easy to set up. My dad uses NordVPN. It's that easy. And he is pretty computer challenged. He is not He is not good at all in any of that. It's as simple as downloading the software or the app on your phone, clicking one button to the region that you want to mask your IP to, and it's done. You can stream videos. That's how good the service is. You can stream video games. That's how good the service is. You can stream and stream video games and stream Netflix at the same time. Mm. The servers are that good. It's like a streamception. And with six (laughs) simultaneous devices, you only need one account per household unless you've got like a a, a a small Filipino family, you know, then you might need two. But right now, all you're probably likely going to need is one, six different devices at the same time. NordVPN, promo code OTT, nordvpn.com slash OTT. Click in the description below and go get one. Mm. That's it. Mr. Black, it's now time for Movies and TV. I actually have a fair list here this week. It's been a fucking hot minute since we had any news in this segment. I got a few bullet points here, so let's hop into okay. uh, into some of that. Christopher Plummer unfortunately passed away this week, Mr. Black, at the age of mm. 91 years old. Thankfully, it, uh, as far as I know, it wasn't the Rona that got him, and he passed away peacefully at home with his family. So can't ask for a better way to get the fuck off of this burning cesspool than that. That's about the best you can hope for. Christopher Plummer, of course, one of the uh, greatest actors of uh, of his generation and ours because he's been around that fucking long. Uh, most people probably would have only recognized him perhaps. I mean, he was... What was his most recent thing? Mm, I don't know, man. I haven't seen anything with him in it. I in mean, he was in, he was time. he was briefly in one of the Star Wars films. Like, yes. Yeah, he was he was yes. he got killed in the first like five minutes. Yes, I do believe <laughs> that was him. He showed up. He showed up. Uh, killed the five minutes he was on screen, and then unfortunately, uh, I'm pretty sure he was in Star Wars. Was in Star that was Wars? him. That was him, right? Or am I thinking of somebody else? Uh, am I being that guy right now? You might be being that guy. Am I conflating Christopher Plummer with somebody else? Uh, I think you might be, actually. I don't know. He's in, dude, this guy's been in 5,000 bajillion movies, He's been right? in a few. I was just trying to all think right. of, like, recent shit for people, like, that might not know, like, his older his older works, but yes. Uh, so there you go. Christopher uh, Plummer, rest in, uh, oh, that was all, oh, I'm getting, I am getting him confused. See, Chris knows what's up. I am getting him confused with Max von Sydow. That's, there you that's go. who I was getting confused with. Uh, my my apologies. Knives out. Thank you. That's the one I'm trying that's to fucking conjure up. That's what he was in yes, last. Still technically didn't make it out of that one. That was a good movie. That was a good that movie. That was a good movie. It was the one that made me realize that, you know, um, that... Uh, Ryan Johnson Ryan, doesn't Ryan suck. Johnson doesn't suck. I just want him to not make Star Wars movies. Good. <laughs> I don't think anybody else wants to make Star Wars movies. <laughs> Stay away from our Star Wars. Uh, uh, new Rocky movie written by, produced by, and starring Sly Stallone has been tipped off as being an active development. We already knew about this uh, being like rumored before, but now it's being tipped off. That's actually, you know, f- boots hitting the ground. 
yep. on that bad boy. You know who's directing it? I don't suppose it's also Sylvester Stallone. No. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Whoa, they're flipping the script. He is going to be directing it and starring in it. Oh, is is this going to be a cautionary tale of steroids at an old age, Jeff? Or is this going <laughs> to... I don't. I have no idea. So I don't even know how Sylvester Stallone is is still walking. The steroids, like he's. It's actually just all steroids. Yeah, yeah. St- steroids are both the thing that are killing him right now and sustaining him simultaneously. It's a delicate balance, Jeff. All right. Uh, it's a it's a it's a delicate cycle. It is. It's a delicate, very deep cycle. But it's, 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 it's a forever cycle. Actually, There's... the moment he comes off of that, he's just dead. He's got to yeah, keep he's... it going now. He can't. His body would not withstand the estrogen that would come on the comeback yeah, just, yeah, of getting just, off the test. All he's, he's drinking fucking bull semen and HGH. That's what he drinks and, and protein shakes just mixed all into one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to drink. Uh, so there you go. I, I mean, fuck it. I want to see it now. I want to see what he's got. Yeah, Put him in not. the ring. Old men fighting in the boxing ring. Make, make it happen. That's pretty dope, though, that Michael B. is doing the, the directing, though. That's, that, uh, you know, that's bound to be good. Mm. As much as you can meme Sly Stallone, he's pretty good at writing. He does a pretty damn good job with his movies. There was really only, like, one... What was it? Um, the one that came before... It was the, sec- it was the sequel to, like, when he, when he came Spendables? back. No, no, no. With the, within the Rocky universe. Oh, uh, he reclaimed, like he he, re- he he came back with Balboa, and that was like a good one. But yeah. the one that came before that was like a no fly zone. Either way, there you go. More Rocky coming. Uh, because millennials apparently can't uh, get enough of having their childhoods memed into the ground, Jeff. All for the sake of nostalgia. A live action Powerpuff Girls is in the works. Do you remember that cartoon from back in the day? I do. You know, I Blossom, do. Buttercup, and uh, Bub- Bubbles. I think it was the last one. Uh, with the premise, it's not just a live action of, of the Powerpuff Girls. That'd be too easy. No, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta spice it up. No pun intended. Uh, and, uh, and make it edgier. And so the premise of this show is that the girls are now adults that resent the, uh, their, fi- their crime fighting childhood. So Buttercup, who, if I'm not mistaken, was like the the green dressed one that was like the edge lord grumpy one all the time. Mm. Now apparently all of them are just going to be edge lords and grumpy. So instead of it just being one character, they're all going to be sour about it. Uh, sounds bad. It does sound bad, but it's the CW, so <laughs> you get what you pay for. That's it. Uh, Disney not happy with their unmatched size, as if they were uh, just entering. The porno market is reportedly now looking to buy out MGM. They simply don't have a big enough company, Jeff. They need more. They're not a monopoly yet. They need to get, they need to like approach as close to, and then as soon as they get close and then the, and then the, the commission comes in and goes, I don't know about that. They go, wait, remember that time that Google made like alphabet as the umbrella company? We're going to do that. And then the commission's going to go, great. That's all we needed to hear. Buy up whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> and before you know it, Disney owns the entire entertainment industry one step at a time. And this first step is MGM, which on the last estimate was somewhere in the neighborhood of $5 billion, despite the fact the only thing that they really have right now, more or less, is 007. Is 007. <laughs> it's a big franchise, though. 
Definitely a five bill on, on, on 007. I think you could easily ask for five billion for, for 007. So, um, you know, there you have it. Uh, do you think that that's going to go through? Do you think, do you think they'd allow that MGM to be? Oh, they would allow it. Yeah, they would allow it. I just, I just don't know if they'll end up buying it or not, but we'll see. MGM is for sale. It's true. Uh, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 got its title announcement. Big surprise on the uh, the title of the movie. Uh, they kind of made fun of that themselves in their Twitter post. They said, you know, big shocker on this one, but the title is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, and they had the uh, Emerald Zone or whatever theme song, like a little remix of that in the background. Sounded dope. Uh, and yeah, I'm all thumbs up. You know what? That movie turned out to be a lot better than it had any fucking right to be. Like, I it never should've... finished it. Dude, it should have been... It should have been unwatchable from beginning to end, and I actually low-key enjoyed myself watching I watched it at theaters. I low-key... Even M liked it. M, 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 was, M wasn't even, like, a Sonic person. <clears throat> she was in it. She's like, fuck it. Yeah, okay. Um, and so I'm, I'm there for it. And then we get Tails in the next one. Who do you think is going to end up voicing Tails? Do we do we even know that yet? I have no idea. Man, who would do a Tails voice or a Knuckles voice? Oh no, you know it was a rumor about Knuckles that I heard uh, for a voice actor, and I can't remember who it was. I oh, fuck who was it? Gonna, um, I thought it was like Batista or some shit. Anyway, fuck it. Batista's yeah. Knuckles. It was okay. some wild fucking. It was a name that like I, I tried to envision as being Knuckles, and I just couldn't put two and two together on that one. Uh, no, definitely not Kevin Hart. Please, God, not not Kevin Hart. Jesus, God, no. Uh, <laughs> I like Kevin Hart, but no Knuckles. Please. No, please don't. Please. No, no. Uh, Pedro Pascal is to be Joel, and Bella Ramsey to be Ellie. In the Last of Us HBO series. How do you feel about those picks, Mr. Black? I mean, uh, it wouldn't be my first picks. Um, Pedro Pascal is an amazing actor. Yeah. And it will be nice to see him in a series where he can really, like, flex his acting chops and that he'll actually have a lot of screen time. He was the best part of Wonder Woman. Um you know, he's as good as I guess you can be in Mandalorian, considering you don't really see his face often. Mm. Um, I, I mean, he did well in Game of Thrones. Fuck. Don't forget yeah, Game of, of Thrones. Of course. I mean, I'm just happy he's turning into a bona fide star. I'm um, happy he got away from Game of Thrones and not well, just known yeah, for yeah, that, yeah, you know? At the same time, we're going into another HBO series, and, you know, it's still in that in that umbrella, right? So, yeah, like, that's fair. You know, he isn't too far away from it, and, and he did a great job in it. It's not like Game of Thrones is, is a bad show by any no. means. They had a bad season no. um, at the worst possible time. But <laughs> um, he, his character was long gone before that. Yeah. So um, he's, he's great at whatever he does. Um, I personally would have loved to have seen uh, Nikolai, whatever his name is, from Game of Thrones. Mm. Um, that played Jamie Lannister yes. as as the main character. We talked about him being our pick, I think, a long time ago when yeah. this was because, first rumored. Because not only does he look the part, yeah. like he could have also played a Witcher. Um, but I'm happy they went with with Henry Cavill because I think he does. Or, uh, um, yeah, Henry. Yeah, Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he because he I think he does really well. Um, but I I think Jamie Lannister was 
at face value, uh, the obvious choice. I'm sure he was probably considered, especially since how many people campaign for it, and he looks an awful lot like the main character as well. Hmm. Um, even even somebody like Hugh Jackman um, would have been a great pick as well because we get, basically got Logan um, or got Last of Us through Logan. It was yeah. a very Last of Us like movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, taking care of the of the the young one, basically. Yeah, and it just like the aesthetics and the the rated R and the the, just the the feel of it um, was that, very loud. That might be why they might not have gone that route. Maybe they didn't want it to just look like another fucking Logan yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, um, he's definitely not my, my first choice. Like they, neither of them look like the parts that they're playing. Not that they that they should have to. No. I just like I I if you sat me down and said who's going to play Joel Pedro Pascal was never I mean not and again like you I'm yeah. not against it. No. He's a phenomenal actor and he's probably going to crush it. Yeah. But it's just not, he wouldn't have even like. Yeah. I would have thought Jamie Lannister. Yeah. Um, I would have thought Hugh Jackman. I would have thought Gerard Butler. I would have thought like. Though, those are sort of the main ones that I yeah. could just, just from uh, just the type of voice, the type of um, aesthetic, the way mm. the character looked. But I mean the 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 Nikolai for and Nikos I forget it. I always butcher the dude's name. That's why we always Jamie call him Lannister. Jamie Lannister. <laughs> Jamie Lannister. That guy was is picture perfect. Yeah. Um, casting for for this, but obviously they are seeing something that we're not. And also, um, Pedro Pascal is probably cheap enough, but but not like a Henry Cavill expensive. So he's like. He's cheap enough, and now even even but he's then, got some like, clout now too, yeah, right? Like, even then, like when Henry Cavill got Witcher, he was cheap enough, but not like like uh, you you got to pull up the Brinks truck. Like obviously yeah. they had to do that probably in the season two or season three, but you know to get him in. And Pedro Pascal is at that point in his career where he's like he's a star, he's a household name, but he isn't like grabbing a Chris uh, Pratt or. Uh, uh, Chris Evans or or a Robert Downey Jr. or somebody. He's a ten uh, to fifteen, not a fifty. Exactly. He's a ten yeah. mil to fifteen mil. He's not a fifty mil. Yeah, I would be surprised if he even gets paid that much. Um, well, I, mean, he, I mean, for like a movie, yeah. but like for HBO, it'd probably be like yeah. maybe five, seven. Yeah, I mean, he might end up getting paid like half a million bucks a, uh, an episode or something, right? Yeah, like yeah. starting out for season one. But um, yeah, I mean. And hey, let's talk about let's, let's talk about the uh, the the Ellie pick. I mean, that would have also. I mean, back in the day, I think everyone realized that Ellen Page, who is now, I apologize, I, f- I forget, I did not mean to dead name uh, uh, dead name him, but uh, um, Elliot was the name that he chose. Right? I'm not crazy, uh, but they. Um, I think that was the original thing that when they saw the game, when you saw the game, it was like yeah. That was the first, the first thing, but that obviously don't go uh, that route. This was not, again, also not the person that in a million years, if you sat me down and said, who do you think is going to take on that role um, that I would have ever picked? But at the same time, you know, fuck it. She did a killer job in Game also, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. It's yes. the HBO umbrella, right? So they're yeah. trying to keep it in-house. They yeah, know, yeah. they know these actors and actresses. Um, they, they, yeah. And. I mean, I'm not. She, I thought she was great in in her role in Game of Thrones. Yeah, Bella Ramsey's her name. Yeah, yeah, and and she was she was like a fan favorite, you know. 
So they, they've got a couple of fan favorites from Game of Thrones in there. Um, she's got some acting chops, um, you know, and she's got that sass too. We've seen a lot of that in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, it's not a bad pick. I'm not complaining. And we'll see what they do with it. It's not the Last of Us that I envisioned. But at the same time, I don't want to regurgitate The Last of Us. I got the video games for that. Um, it might actually be it. a benefit that they don't look like the video game counterparts because you're going to have preconceived notions of how everything should play out if it's looking exactly like the game, right? Mm-hmm. So if they mm-hmm. go, if they divert from that just a bit and they don't look the part necessarily right off the bat, maybe it will let you get a little bit more involved in it because you don't want all the same shit. Either mm-hmm. way, we both know they can act. They're both, they both already know each other. They probably would have seen each other on set a few times. Uh, well, actually, no, they wouldn't have because he was, he, was, <laughs> he was not there anymore when she showed up. Uh, but, uh, but either way, uh, yeah, great, great, uh, great picks on paper anyway. Great picks on paper. I'm sure they'll still not on paper turn out great. Uh, oh, Borderlands adding more names to their list of, uh, of folks for the... The, their movie coming up have apparently selected Jack Black to play Claptrap. Why okay. not? Sure. Sure. I was kind of hoping that they would pull the original voice actor for it because the the original voice actor fell out of, uh, you know, then he, uh, that voice actor and um, Gearbox, like Randy Pitchford, they fucking they hate each other at this point because they totally fucked that original voice actor. So I was like, on one hand, I was hoping that the movie studio came in and said, you know what? We want the original voice. It's going to be animated anyway. But then I remembered that they need names to push this movie. And so Jack Black it is. <laughs> there you go. You know what? Jack Black, will, I, I'll fucks around with a Jack Black clap trap, which is already a fucking tongue twister to say. But uh, yeah, sure. Why not? I'm still a little weirded out by the Kevin Hart choice. For the other character, because that, that shit's like in different, but again, names. They need, it's a video game movie. They need as yeah. many names as possible. And you know what? Like uh, something like Borderlands is, they could, you know, having, having a character like Kevin Hart in it kind of makes sense. You know, like just the world, it, it doesn't feel that far-fetched. So, but yeah, they need, they need star power, man. That's, yes. that's what they need and so they're putting it in there uh saying bubba i almost said borderlands again uh more disney stuff so disney oh this is also uh star wars related as well of course disney lucasfilm and uta have dropped uh gina carano who played or carano i don't know what pronunciation that is uh who played uh cara dune in the mandalorian uh after some particularly wild social media posts including one that likened current political and indi- uh, political differences to the treatment of the Jews in Nazi Germany. I have here in my notes, obviously she didn't like money very much. Because my god, she had she had Disney Star Wars money. And she her character was set up for possible further use and and just whatever she had for like getting payments as that show continues to get played or streamed over time. She obviously didn't like money very much. So I've got the, the article here that's listed a couple of the uh, the tweets here. So the one that really seemed to be the one that, that uh, got her was that last one that I referenced about the, the Nazi Germany. So 
she posted this on Instagram before taking it down, of course, because her publicist or whoever said, hey, maybe don't, uh, was, and this is a quote, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors. Oh, sorry, am I reading the... Hold on. Am I reading the wrong one? Hold on, I have to find out if I'm reading the wrong, uh, the wrong thing. No, you're here. reading it. Is it the right one? Uh... Yes, this is the right one. Uh, Jews were beaten in the streets not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children, Carano wrote uh, on Instagram. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? Was the post. So, yes, the likening of, of differing uh, political opinions to the treatment of Jews in Nazi Germany. Which, to say is a stretch, is, a, is an understatement um, of making that comparison. That's a, a bad idea. You should probably not do that. Um, it's bad. But that wasn't the only thing she, uh, she, she had. She had a couple of other posts uh, as well, uh, like the uh, Jeff Epstein didn't kill himself. As well as uh, talking about, I mean, Diddy though. Um, well, no, no, but I, I don't. I have, I have no, I, I have no comment on that. But it's just like she hit on about as many like hot buttons as possible. Uh, as well as um, uh, there was another one on wearing uh, masks being like she was like anti. She had anti mask posts um, as well. Uh, and then also, uh, one about, um, oh, my poking fun at, uh, the gender identity Twitter bios by putting, you know, beep, bop, and boop in her, uh, in her bio. So you had <laughs> well, a few, she had a few yeah, things. I mean, I mean, context on that. She was, she, she was getting from what I, from what I was reading is she was getting pissed off with people that were basically trying to force her to put in. Oh, you kept asking why did she didn't have it in there? In there. And she didn't want to. Mm. And she was like, stop pressuring me to do this. I don't, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And, and then she said, fine, fine, I'll do it. And then she said, I'll, and she put bebop boop no. as in like, you know, a fuck you to them. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, that's, I, I don't, I'm, yeah. the, the, the only one I personally have any, any issues with would be the comparison to Nazi, Nazi Germany thing. That's a little bit of a fucking stretch, uh, to say the least. Um, <laughs> so. That, in conjunction with the other ones, got, were enough that uh, that uh, it trended all, all over the place, of course, to fire her, and uh, eventually the, the Nazi thing got uh, to wind uh, uh, Disney and Lucasfilm, and they went, oh, God, we can't. Well, okay. All right, all right, all right. Do you know more than I do? I, yes, yes. So, then hit know, me up. Because so, so, on the surface, I just see that she posted yeah, this I mean, wild post. Yeah. And I mean, that's the problem, right? Because people see a lot of surface shit and then they don't really look into it. Um, well, I mean, I don't know what, what context the, the post is. This, 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 is, this is essentially what it is. Okay. She, is. she is known for going out and speaking her mind on how she feels about touchy subjects. Sure, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, and she doesn't, she, doesn't really, she doesn't really think too much. Like, her problem is, like, obviously, this nazi uh thing is just 
stupid to 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 put period yes but uh this isn't like she knew something that we didn't and 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 this was called to fire her months and months ago like like a while while back because this isn't the first time that you know she's gone out publicly and said things that people are like whoa what are you doing it's kind of like uh what's her face the young chick from uh uh black panther that's going to play like the new black panther the shiri yeah i know i know you mean yeah she starts saying, you know, uh, things as well about the vaccines and, mm. you know, um, and then, you know, pe- people are like, you can't say that type thing. Right. Mm. She would be something similar, but she knows better. She's older. She's, you know, and the rumor rumor had it is Disney was going to fire her anyway. And I think that she already knew that she was done Okay, and she didn't give a fuck. So like there and. Season three of Mandalorian may never even happen. Like this show might be done. I didn't think when I saw the end of it that the season three of Mandalorian was going to happen. I thought yeah. they were going to do a spinoff. That that's what's going to happen. That's it. I, I believe that there will be spinoff shows. Yeah, I think Bill Burr will get a spinoff. I, it, you know, I think there might be a Boba Fett uh, show that'll come yeah. out. There, there's going to be spinoffs. I think the Mandalorian, as we know it, is done. Pedro Pascal is now going over to HBO to do. Uh, his series with the last of us yeah when when and where is he going to be um be able to to do star wars also it's rare it happens but it's very rare that you have hbo um you have a star uh starring in a disney franchise and an hbo franchise mm-hmm. they're against each other you know you've got you've got you've literally have the drive the biggest disney plus driving show and he's the star of it. Mm. And then you're going to have The Last of Us, which is going to be a likely a rated R, a gritty HBO show that they're going to drive subscriptions. You're, you're, you're Just from a business standpoint, you don't want to have your star in both. Not only because people you're going to have a huge show on both hands and you're going to have people go, whoa. I thought that Pedro Pascal is this character, not this character, and it creates confusion. Now there are there are exceptions. I mean, Chris Pratt has been in a couple of uh, of of he's in like what Jurassic uh, Jurassic World, and he's in um um he plays you know um uh, what's his face in the Marvel Star-Lord. movies Star Lord. Um, there are exceptions, but we're talking TV shows here, long running shows. With multiple seasons, it's not like he's going to go and film a movie for three months. You know, he's going to be working on this show and probably likely multiple seasons. My guess is she knew she was getting canned, and the and there was rumors that she was potentially going to have her own spinoff show uh, for uh, for Disney Plus. And as she started taking heat months ago. She probably realized I'm not getting that show. There's they were already calling for her to be fired months ago over less a lesser offense, um, in terms of like, you know, saying some outlandish stuff. And then I, I think once she officially heard that Pedro Pascal is now being is now on board with uh with HBO, and she's I think she's realized now that the show's done. She ain't getting it. She is not going back. And now she's just going to say whatever the fuck she wants because it is what it is. And of course, Disney is Disney. If you have enough people complaining, 
and 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 you're and they want to remain this like oh we're diverse and we're we're for everybody but yet you know they did all this stuff to finn and 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 you know disney is playing what disney does and i think she knew it she said fuck this and this whole like she took it down she knew what she was doing she she's not stupid she put it out there and of course her representation probably called her and Disney called her, take it down now or there's going to be some fucking problems. It's taken down. But once you put it on the internet, I mean, people are going to screenshot that and it's out there. So um, I, I I honestly think, think she's uh, she knew it and she said, fuck this. But yeah, her comments are stupid. Listen, it, everybody can have their own political opinions. Um, and, but you gotta be careful in 2021, 2022 or 2020, because now people's political opinions are like mixed in, like people take things very personal. Like there isn't like this, you can have an opinion and you're usually offending somebody. Like if (laughs) I mean, you could say, I hate Trump. You're going to offend 50% of people or a good portion of people to make fuck you because people can't distinguish uh, an opinion and 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 taking it personal, and she's in an industry where um you got to watch what you say, and more so when you're part of Disney. I mean, Disney is like you got to know what you're signing up for. If you want to, if you don't want to be canceled, like she's getting canceled right now, whether whether you think it is warranted or not, from a business standpoint, it's warranted because Disney is going to do what Disney does. It doesn't matter if it's her or if it's Pedro Pascal or if it's Robert Downey Jr. If you're going to continuously come out and do this, they're going to turn a blind eye once or twice, make a public apology and move on with your life and dust it under the shelf. Kind of like what they did with with what's his face that directed Guardians of the Galaxy about his old tweets and stuff. They did the same thing. Everybody was like, cancel this motherfucker. Cancel, cancel, cancel. And then they're eventually like, fuck. He's our biggest director. The motherfucker's making us billions of dollars at the box office. He's he, we we got him on payroll here. We've we, we need him, but at the same time, the public is telling they want James Gunn fired. So we got to fire him. We have to do it. And so they did it. And then what did they do? They rehired his ass. <laughs> so like you know, uh, she it, she's she knew what she was doing. If you're gonna work for Disney, you got to play by the Disney rules. It's like um it's like it's like a, you go and get a job somewhere. And if you know your boss is a stuck up by the book super corporate, you can't fucking do you can't even say you 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 can't say anything remotely controversial and you have a really really hard time keeping your opinions to yourself, you better not apply for that job. And if you apply for the job, well, you know what you're getting yourself into. If you go out and you're going to poke the bear, the bear is going to fucking swipe you. And that's what Disney did. Whether you believe she should have been canceled here or not, that's a whole nother fucking ballgame. But the reality is Disney's going to protect the brand. It's just that simple. Um, and she is going against it. Bye-bye. It's, you have a right to your opinion, freedom of speech, but that also comes at a, at a price. You know, so play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Unless you already know, I ain't going back. I'm never going to work with Disney again. They treat me like fucking shit behind the scenes. They paid me dog shit. I'm not getting my show anymore. I know they're firing me anyway. They haven't presented me with a contract. Fuck them. I'm going to go and be me. And then she might get roles 
and guest appearances and 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 whatnot because she's outspoken. And now she can play the whole like, hey, I'm just speaking my mind. And we're in it, we're in a world now too where you know, both sides, you have people defending her. You have tons of people defending her. And then you've got other people who are like, oh, shame on you. Oh, bye-bye. But you've got tons of people that are like, I'm done with Disney. Fuck this. I love the character. I love her. Uh, you know, even though I don't agree with her politically or I do agree with her politically, she has a right to an opinion. And that doesn't change what she does as a as a TV star. And she, if if anything, I'm going to be honest. I think she benefits more from doing this than her just getting fired and being fucked off. I think she gets more press, obviously. I think, you know, she she's going to have different opportunities come her way. It might not be the same type of opportunities. It might not be as family-friendly and whatnot, but she's playing the game, I think. It's either that or she truly is fucking stupid, and she doesn't, and she just doesn't get it. But I have a hard time believing that. I just do. So that's my that's my opinion. Yeah, I I I don't think you know of all the stuff that's listed here, like the 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 Jeffrey Epstein or whatever Epstein thing, and like the mask shit. I mean, at this point, you know, I don't I, nobody gets canceled over over the the having an opinion about the mask thing. You're just a fucking idiot at this point. If you're if you're anti mask, I'm just gonna tell you you're a fucking idiot. But and that's fine. You move on. You just it's, that's that's whatever. The 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 only one of this whole list that uh, that I can see here is is the most recent the the one about comparing because she is a she is right leaning politically and so she's she gets caught up in obviously people being upset with her being right leaning given especially in the the climate in the U S right now and she's being she obviously feels having written this that the there is a certain level of of the word being persecution kind of comes along with having certain political views and by certain in her case it's her political views she's not writing this on the behalf of other people i think we can all figure that out this is this is not a a, a, a social media post that you write on behalf of other people um this is this is she feels persecuted for her political views and she is likening that uh, persecution to the very specific struggle of Nazi Germany, going in so far as to not just compare uh, that that situation to the Jewish situation, but also to how it wasn't necessarily just the Nazis that did it for like outright, but they had to, you know, the, the, it was your neighbors that did it. And there's truth in that. That's what happened. It was the general population was also, uh, you, you know, wool over the eyes kind of kind of deal. There was a lot of brainwashing going on. Everyone just kind of went along with the the. Oh, not everyone, but a lot of people went along with the shit. It does you don't you don't just convince people that you can commit mass murder uh, as government and have everyone applaud you for it overnight. You don't do that shit. And so she's likening those two things. That's I I I I'm we're getting I'm I'm sorry I know um <laughs> but we gotta we gotta speed it the fuck now, up. What, what time do we have? I, I should have been gone 10 minutes ago, to be honest with you. Well, so, normally 630s are cutoff yeah. points, so you got to be more specific next time in your Well, in your I mean, we had, we had some technical difficulties at the beginning, so I just don't want to spend 30 minutes talking about this fucking chick. Okay. Um, she's gone. Fuck her. I really, <laughs> I just, All right. Next segment, Mr. Black. Uh, tech support. 
Patreon.com slash lag TV. Every uh, single week, we answer as many of these questions as you possibly get. $10 or more, you get some perks. One of those is ask us questions, and we answer, like I said, as many as we possibly can in the time that we have, which right now is not very many, so you might have to send in some more of these questions next week for us to answer them. Um, Dan Jim asks, what is your favorite animated movie slash TV show? Dragon Ball Z. Um, uh, I don't even know off the top of my head if I could say for sure. Dragon Ball Z would definitely be, would definitely be up there, um, for sure. But I've got other anime choices as, uh, as well. More recent ones. Um... What's one golf course, uh, Will ask, what one, what's one golf course you would want to play around on? For me, that's Pebble Beach. And or TPC at Sawgrass. Augusta. There you go. Uh, and we'll end it on this one so we can get out of here. Carpenter K asks, in the future you find out your teenage kids are out doing the same sort of dumb stuff you used to do as a teenager. Are you proud or disappointed? I wouldn't, I'm, I'm, I'm neither. Mm. I'm like, I'm, as long as I know what my kids, my kid is doing Mm. and they're, and they're vocal about it and they're sharing that with me and I can give some guidance. Um, I'm proud that they're that they're willing to do that not necessarily you know whatever it is that they're doing if that makes sense yeah you just want to make sure that they keep lines of communication open exactly exactly Mm. because i know what it's like when you don't have that communication yeah right and usually it's not good yeah um yeah i mean i I didn't get up to that much shady shit as a kid because I was very boring. So uh, at this point, it's the same. It's the same thing, and I didn't do it because for me it was uh, the fear of God instilled in me. If I did anything, my dad was gonna take me out of this world. <laughs> that was that was all I needed to know. Is if I fuck up, I'm dead. So uh, and I enjoyed life a little too much, so I uh, just didn't do very uh, very often do anything too crazy. Uh, that was, that was it for me. I, I mean, it's the same thing. You, you, uh, you, just as long as your kids keep coming to you and talking to you so that if you need to, you can give them the advice to steer clear of the shit that they shouldn't be doing. Everyone's going to fuck up. Everyone's going to do some, you know, varying degrees of dumb shit, right? It's not always going to be, oh, my, my teenager got into meth. Like it's not going to be yeah. some crazy shit. It could be yeah. some like relatively minor stuff, but still stuff that needs to be corrected as long as you can keep the lines of communication open so they feel comfortable coming to you when they fucked up and not feeling like they have to hide it from you. Exactly. That's, that's the that's the the balancing act, right? That's the uh, that's the balancing act. But that's all we got for you this Let's week, guys. Do one more. Let's do one we more. more. All right. I okay. Feel bad if I don't, you know, answer uh, a few questions. I'm sorry, guys. I'm I have to go back out to this uh, the triplex because uh, people are moving in Monday and we're finishing up the stuff. And my dad's been there. My dad's been a fucking trooper. He's been there since after his work at three o'clock. And I told him that I, I'd be, I'd leave my house at six. So, um, yeah, we, uh, I had, we had, we had some technical audio difficulties. We can thank, um, uh, windows auto updates, mm. uh, for wasting about 15 minutes of the start of the stream. So I didn't mean to cut Adam off or be rude or anything. It's just, we didn't even get to this segment yet and I want to be able to do it. So, um, 
quick and dirty. Um, Xenon uh, Slayer asks, what game would you like to learn to speedrun if you were going to do that? Oh, Mario 64. That's not even... That's not even a... That's that's an easy one. It's the it's the it's the, the full thing because that's not an easy game to speed run, by the way. No, so challenging. Yeah. Popular. Yeah. Um, and just fun. Like it's 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 a fun game. So you you got those three things, and it's got like replayability, which obviously is the thing you need if you're doing a speed run. Yeah. You want to play a game that like is just p- pleasing and a pleasure to play. Um. Now, are you going to have that same feeling about the game after running it 20,000 times? times? <laughs> Probably not. But um, I, I, think, I think that is like the perfect speed run game for me. That, that, without a question, that would be the one I'd do. Uh, it's always been Mirror's Edge for me because I thought that that was one of the most perfect games. That's like, a good one. It's like built for fucking speed running, right? And there, the thing about it is that there's a glitch version version that's just bat shit. We are doing like scissor kicks across the fucking level in the air. It doesn't make any. You're breaking physics and shit. Fuck all mm. that shit. I just want a pure, by the books as much as possible speed run of uh, of Mirror's Edge because it just looks dope too. Like when somebody's nailing it, it's like watching an actual free runner doing some crazy shit. So oh, it looks awesome. Yeah, absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we got for you this week. We will uh, see you guys uh, next week. If you had a couple questions in there or a question in there that you thought uh, was uh, worth asking again, just pop it in for next week, and we'll try and get to those next time when we get a few more minutes. Until then. Yeah, we'll do extra next week, guys. Promise. We'll make up for it. But until next week, stay safe out there, guys, and uh, wear a mask, maybe even three. Peace. Peace.